Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dory Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And welcome to another mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. The best, the best, but the best around. The best around. Please remember, we are podcast hosts, mm-hmm. not experts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. We love to hear from you. If you would like to reach us, you can text us or leave us a voicemail at 781-591-0390. You can also email us or send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mention on the show. Follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast, and join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast. The password over there is serums. And don't forget, sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. 
Oh, we got it out of the way. I have to tell you, I had the most boring dream of my life that I just remembered as I was setting up to record this in which I Please dreamt. tell us, tell us all about your <laughs> really bo- exciting. The most boring dream of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you titillated? I dreamt. Uh, I I I set I set up to go record this episode with you. I put my um, microphone on my desk, and I remembered that I had a dream that I fixed this wobbly microphone in front of me. And to the point where I was like, "Did I fix it? Oh no, that was a dream. That's what I dream about. I dream about my podcasting microphone." Wow, that's sad, right? Like I, I should mean- have better dreams. Look, it just shows your commitment to the craft. To the art form that is podcasting? Yes. Oh, me, oh, my. Anyway, it was a very, I don't know what else happened in the dream. Maybe something exciting happened. But I just i just picked this up and I was like, oh, God, I'm dreaming about this microphone. <laughs> wow. I know. It's embarrassing. We No, it's not embarrassing. We could just like parse that if you wanted to. Oh, all my dreams. So many of my dreams are just anxiety related. Do you have anxiety dreams? Mm, yeah. Um, I, you know, I had the one where like I showed up for class on the last day and realized I hadn't like oh. been to class the whole semester and it oh was my the God. final. Oh. <laughs> I used to have that one a lot. Oh, that's like variations, rough. variations on that one of like, oh, wait, I just forgot to go to class. Like, I forgot to go to class all semester and I <laughs> yep. never opened the textbook. Like, I just, I just didn't. And then I it was like, like oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have that, but it's like work where it's oh, like, sure, sure. Uh, my books here. I'm gonna hand my book in. Oh, but I I never got around to writing it. What? And then it's yeah. like, oh goodness gracious. Or there's another there's another um spin on the anxiety dream that I have sometimes, which is like I'm on some sort of some form of transportation, like a train or car or plane, and I can't get where I'm going. Yes, I have these all the time. They're not going fast enough. Either they're not going fast enough or like there's like all these twists and turns and like I, I just can't get to the place and I'm running late. And um, that's that's another I feel like that's another spin. I feel like that has been more like that's been the more like in the last couple few years. I have that. I feel like I have that one more frequently than the school one, which I I feel like I haven't had in, in a while, but definitely have had many times yeah i've had i have iterations of those kinds of dreams often (sighs) oh christ what do our dreams mean i've never been like the person also who keeps like a notepad by the side of the bed so when you wake up you can write down your dreams so i just remember Mm -hmm. them in strange moments Mm. i mean some people believe that your dreams are like messages from your subconscious yeah i mean honestly what else would they be I just feel like it's your brain making movies. Oh, I like, like entertaining. That. It's like entertaining itself. I don't know if it's like a mess. I don't know if I believe. Well, but then again, like when you tie in the dead people coming to you in dreams, like that's yeah. a whole other world of belief where a lot of, you know, I, I have a, I have dreams about my mom all the time. Sometimes, sometimes I go without for many months, but like, mm. 
some people really believe that like your loved ones come to you in dreams and that it's their spirit. Wow. I'm just saying, what kind of dream analysis have we done? Not much, you and Not I. Not a ton on here on this on this podcast. Probably for the best. I wonder if people are super into dreams out there. I mean, I I feel like I'm always like of the school of thought of like your dreams are very, 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 very rarely interesting to other people. Yes, that's why I really made sure to give you the most boring one today. <laughs> They're the, they're so boring. Even the craziest dream that you have is so boring to anyone else, and you can never explain why it's interesting. Totally. to Totally, it's kind of like describing like being really drunk or high oh, to someone. Yes. Like that's just not interesting to anyone else. It's not even interesting <laughs> to yourself. No. <laughs> All right. Look. Uh, switching topics. I am reading. Housewives, the real story behind the real housewives, which came out earlier this year. It's written by Brian Moylan, um, who wrote the vulture recaps of mm. real housewives for a long time and former Gawker writer. We didn't, we didn't really overlap at Gawker. I, I like briefly freelanced for Gawker, like after I'd been there full time. And I think he was there at the time, but, um, Anyway, he's so funny. And the book is quite delightful. Um, I just started it, so I'm not that deep in, but I am really enjoying it. I would say, if you're a Housewives fan, you definitely need to read it. I haven't watched Housewives regularly in years. Like, years. Like, more than 10 years. But I'm still enjoying it. There's a lot of stuff about, like, OG Housewives that I haven't thought about in forever. Like Gina Keogh? Gina? Yes. Yeah, Gina I love Gina. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot about Gina Keogh because Gina Keogh was the one who kind of, like, marshaled all the OG Koto DeCaza women. Like, she got a lot of them on the show. Oh, and then she mm -hmm. left. And then she left. Because he goes, he goes into well, I don't want to spoil too much. He goes into okay, why okay. she left, and like it's it is very interesting to hear about the early days. I mean, the show started in two thousand six. I watched that first season. Like they all had show, bejeweled tank tops. Yes, yeah, so he talks about the tank tops. <laughs> really? Um, yes. Like this show has been part of our collective zeitgeist for 15 years yeah that's amazing i mean casey wilson in her memoir which again so good talks about kind of how how she discovered them in like the wake of grief after losing her mom and kind of what they mean to her and that's i think her mom passed in 2006 or 7 and like that's you know, that's she's yeah. she's been watching the housewives ever since. That's 15. Totally. I mean, that's a long time to be totally. with a franchise. So as a viewer, as a viewer, you know, I will say even if you are just like casually familiar with the housewives, but you enjoy kind of like behind the scenes TV stuff, or even if you watch other Bravo shows, I think this mm -hmm. would be interesting. Um, so yeah, I recommend it. If you have no interest in the housewives, no interest in Bravo, you don't care about this stuff, then like, you probably won't enjoy it. But I, I feel like there's a lot of like ways into the book that don't yeah. necessarily correlate with being like a housewife super fan is what Definitely. I'm saying. 
I mean, even if just interested in like the evolution of reality TV totally. and entertainment, I'd be curious. Yes. I think you would like it actually, Kate. Yeah. I will add that to the TBR. That sounds really, it does sound really entertaining. And I, I don't really watch Housewives, but I follow them. You know, I know who they are. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, I am still watching Below Deck. Anthony oh. and I are still invested in this season. And I watched. I'm- I watched a bunch of it on the plane. <gasps> the new, the latest season? I think you were watching the... Mo- the I think I was watching the last previous one. season. Yeah. Was Eddie on that boat? Yes. Okay. I'm a big Eddie fan over here. Mm-hmm. And Cap- it was Captain Lee? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Just double checking. Yep. Yeah. yeah I, I am... Anthony and I really like Below Deck. Like we're we're in. We've never watched a reality show together, but we are we are in. This is so fun for you and Anthony. It's definitely something new for us. Look, this is how you keep the romance alive. You find out that you like reality TV together. (gasps) It's true. After almost twenty years. I'm trying to get Matt to watch the Formula One reality show with me. I don't even know what that is. It's a show on Netflix about Formula One that is like apparently very popular. Um, I watched a trailer of it last night and I said to Matt, I was like, I think we should watch this together. And he was sort of like, "Um, I'm not into Formula One. And I was like, I'm not either. (laughs) Who cares? It's not about that. (laughs) So I don't know. Stay tuned to see if I convince him to watch this with me. Oh my God. A Formula One reality show that's i'm fascinated that you would be drawn to that i have to say it's called formula one drive to survive okay you know what it is it's one of those things where i've seen people i like tweeting about it Mm -hmm. and i was kind of like hmm i'm curious and then i watched this trailer and i was like i see why people are into this oh okay all right i see i get it i get it Okay. It's British. That says it all. Apparently. <laughs> that says it all. Um. Anyway, what is going on with you? Okay, well, I did want to just give you some credit for introducing another amazing product in my life, the Time Timer. Oh, it has, hello. It has really helped me. Hold on. Now I just turned it on and it's going to... Unquiet. So it's a it's a actual clock timer that counts down from an hour, and it's very basic. A little you know bell will ring when it hits zero, and it shows visually. Um, and when you set it, for example, at thirty minutes, it's you know it it um, when you turn the little knob, it this inside circle of the clock is red so it, it's highlighting how much time you have it's not a digital clock it's just a regular old clock face um and dory suggested it to me and another friend of ours fellow add people i think because well, your because husband has this it. this was after i had suggested it to my husband because i saw it recommended on Allie Ward's Instagram. Mm. And then also Caroline Moss, when she came on this podcast, you had just broken your hand, I think. And that was why you did not 
you were not on that show with me. That's right. That's right. But I listened so to that she, episode. She recommended a version of this. And that kind of reminded me. And Matt, my husband, had been talking about how he just like could not focus. He had this like big project he had to work on and he could not focus. He couldn't even like get started. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to get you this thing. I'm like, I never do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to get you this thing that I think is going to help. And he was sort of like, okay. And then I got it for him. And literally like the next day he was like i've gotten more done in the last like 90 minutes than i have in the last like two weeks it's so great it's really really helpful I, I, and and i use i have a pomodoro app i have a little timer called howler timer like i've downloaded all sorts of apps the visual aspect of having just a hard clock that you have to then physically move to the time you want i don't know what it is about why that makes it different, but it has been incredibly helpful. Did you get the one that comes with the little card that you put on top? No. Well, okay. Yes. So let me, let me give you the lowdown. I got Matt the, loves the card, but he got, so he has the bigger clock. Okay. He's a yeah, huge he clock. Might have the bigger. It's okay. Not, I mean, it's not huge. Like eight inches by eight inches. No, it's definitely okay. not that big. So I have the small clock. But then I also, as I was purchasing purchasing this for myself, was like, I think my kids would really benefit from having this. And when you read the literature about it, it's like for kids doing their homework or whatever. So I, so I then I bought the larger size version, which comes with a tiny dry erase board where you can write what you're working on. So I I pulled that out yesterday because my child was having a real meltdown about doing her laundry. Our our kids do their own laundry and they're supposed to like wash it, dry it and put it away. Right. So she just was like, couldn't handle it. So I said to her, I was like, look, I have this clock, like, let's set it up. You decide how much time you think it's going to take and we'll work on it together. And she said it for like 20 minutes and we finished the laundry. You know, I kind of sat with her. It was like 10 minutes. It only took 10 minutes. And she was like, wow, like it didn't take any time. And I was like, yes, because we can visually see it. And so then my other daughter got into it and she said it, they were setting it and doing stuff. And then she said it this morning to make sure it went off in time for them to leave school. Cause every morning we are rushing out the door and everyone's grumpy and we got out the door without having to be like, come on, everybody, you're going to be late. We didn't have to do it today. So these clocks I don't know. They, they, again, for me, I've been using it consistently for a few weeks. My kids obviously are, you know, high on the introduction of a new item, (laughs) but it was, it's really helpful. And I think something that parents do is they're like, I'm going to set a timer on my phone for 10 minutes. And then when it goes off, you have to be done with your whatever, but you can't intellectualize the feeling of, it's very hard to understand what 10 minutes is. So seeing it, the visual element, Dory, is what I'm talking about. You knew. Yeah. You this is exactly knew. this is exactly what Matt said. He said, like, having a timer on my computer has never worked. Nope. There's something about being able to see like see the, the time go by separately from my computer is really helpful. And he has a small time timer, but it did come with like a, a tiny little dry erase thing. Cute. Okay. So well, highly recommend. Thank you so much for bringing this into my life. You are 
so welcome. All right. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, we are going to be talking all eczema all the time. (laughs) My favorite. (laughs) We'll be right back. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. 
Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just gonna say, like, I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. All right, we are back feels good to be here, doesn't it? It does, Kate. It does. (laughs) Back in business. Dory, we had a listener reach out to us because their husband was really struggling with eczema. Mm. And some passionate listeners weighed Mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. So um, let's start off with this first voicemail from someone who's really echoing Dory's recommendation. Okay. 
Hi, Captain Doyle. This is Kate. I'm just having a pause the pod moment in response to the listener whose husband has bad eczema on his scalp and hands. This was me a few years ago. Um, I will say, like, it's unlikely he's going to be allergic to all shampoos, so I'd advise that he goes to his dermatologist and gets a patch test. They basically take a load of common ingredients that people are allergic to, put them on foil and tape them to your back, and they just wait for them to your skin to have an allergic reaction and then they tell you what you're allergic to. It sounds medieval, but it works. And you can then completely avoid those ingredients in future. And I found for me that just got rid of all the kind of weeping skin and nasty eczema that I had. Um, alternatively, and I think importantly, the, this person should probably avoid all foamers, anything foaming and shampoos and um, soaps. You can get loads of really nice cream options nowadays. Um, follow the Bible of Caroline Hirons. Don't go putting no foaming stuff on your face. It is not good for you. And honestly, extend that love to your scalp and hands. So yeah, good luck. Thanks for the pod. Okay. We've got an allergy test. I like that suggestion. Have you ever had one of those allergy tests before? I have. It's the um, itchiest thing in the world. It was a very long time ago. I I, I think I was maybe just out of college or possibly even still in a college. Um, but that was how I found out that I'm aller- allergic to cats. Oh. And dust. I'm allergic to all sorts of weird trees here in Los Angeles. I get really bad oh. seasonal allergies. If if you can get it done on your arm, I would recommend it as opposed to your back where you can't reach it to itch. I got just it on my thought. arm. Yeah, I did too. Back sounds like the itchiness if you're allergic. Mm. Yeah, totally. Um, All right. Well, here is an email received. This person wrote, hi, to the man with eczema. As Dory said, go to a dermatologist. My dad had extreme eczema, bleeding hands, unable to use them, which was debilitating as he's a farmer. And he tried everything. Then he went to a dermatologist and they gave him an oral pill and it went away. He takes it every day, I believe. Mm. Now, I don't know what this pill is, but. Okay. Wow. I'm the message I'm receiving is get professional help. Yeah, which is which we're going to hear. It's a consistent message throughout all these messages. But I mean, that is that is like your first stop. And as many people pointed out um, in other messages, this person could be allergic to some of the chemicals that are in certain products. We're going to hear from somebody who suggests that in a little bit, but. It could be something that like you, an ingredient that you don't even realize you're allergic to. Right. Totally. You no. Know? Totally. Mm. All right, Dory, why don't you take this email? I would love to do that. Hi, Kate and Dory. I was just listening to the episode where a listener asked for a shampoo for her eczema prone husband. My husband developed psoriasis on his scalp and a dermatologist gave him samples of Vanacream free and clear shampoo and conditioner which is super gentle. My other thought is maybe for him to try applying the shampoo directly to the scalp brush he uses to avoid his hands as much as possible. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm. Hope this helps. I like that idea. That's interesting. I too. I thought that was very interesting. And Vanna yeah. Cream is, um, might be a good product to check out. Totally. Hmm. All right. Here was another listener with a recommendation of something to stay away from. Hi, this message is for the caller with the husband with eczema. Um, a couple recommendations. One, definitely, like Dory said, 
go see a dermatologist ASAP. The other is I've had eczema on my hands um, for a while, and the one thing I learned that is the most irritating are SLSs, which are sodium lauryl sulfate, I believe. I hope I'm saying it right. Any sulfates, they're what makes soap foam. So you want something without that. One shampoo I've tried that is pretty much everything free is Exederm, E-X-E-D-E-R-M. It's the most gentle thing I've found. Um, Obviously, it doesn't make your hair super fluffy and luxurious, but it gets it clean without irritation. Um, Yeah, so definitely you want all the no parabens, no dyes, no scents, no coal tar, no nothing like that. Um, All those brands are great, like the Avenos and the things like that. But if it has sodium lauryl sulfate, it's going to irritate. So. Yeah, that's that's my recommendation. Hope it helps. Bye. Um, I stopped using stuff with sodium lauryl sulfate. Really? Mm-hmm. A while ago. Um, because I just I I think I read some stuff about it that I was like, eh, I don't need this. But Briogeo does not have sodium lauryl sulfate in it. And as we've established, Dory is Briogeo's number one fan. <laughs> uh, I mean, um, you truly are loyal to Briogeo in a way that inspires, I would say. You know, someone, I'm not going to say who, but someone sent us some other shampoo and conditioner recently. And I was like, all right, I'll give this a shot. And you know what? It wasn't as good. I also think it's just fascinating that foaming is like the number one steer clear. Totally. Messages. Steer clear of the foam. Yeah. I mean, that that is something that Caroline, as the caller said, Caroline Hirons just. just Yes. Like, Recommended. Rec- yes. Yeah, she, she's always talking about don't get the foam. Yeah. No, you don't. Shouldn't have FOMO about foam. Oh, oh, hey. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. That was that good. That was bad. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. You know what, Kate? Okay. I like that one. Oh, I get a star from Dory. I like that one a lot. Thank you. Well, anyone else with eczema tips, please weigh in. But I would love an update from this caller, if, or excuse me, from this listener, if their husband tackles this problem. Because it sounds really frustrating and aggravating and just awful. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's eczema. Eczema sucks. (laughs) It really is annoying. You know what? It's so funny, though. Um, So, you know, we went to Florida over Thanksgiving, which is a much more humid climate than here in Los Angeles. And my skin was my eczema was very happy in the humidity in the sense of it cleared up and not, not Interesting. like it got worse. Okay. But I also, I also think that is probably because it was humid, but not too hot because eczema does not like sweaty. Like when it's too sweaty, you know, but so some moisture will also irritate it. Yes. But moisture okay. in the air is great. So wow. I didn't know that throwing that out there okay i guess i know where i'm moving when my eczema flares up (laughs) i mean but i wouldn't want to be there when it when it gets so hot 
Like when it's really hot and humid, I don't think that's that's. No, it probably isn't good for it either. Yeah. But also, (laughs) I mean, there's basically like nothing that's like that great for it. But I just remember when I lived in New York, like the heat, the like radiator heat Mm -hmm. was so bad for it. Oh, that dry. So dry. Yeah. Yeah, And then it would be freezing outside. The worst. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Just thinking about that like dries my insides out. Yes. You know what I'm talking about, Kate. I do. All right, Dory, let's take a little break and uh, we'll be back with a little bit more from listeners. Sounds like a plan. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. All right. Well, we received uh, a text message that, I don't know, really evoked a lot of uh, feelings for me. And I was excited to respond. They wrote, Dear Cat and Door, I'm almost 30 in a great place in life, finally, with a good job, marriage, family, etc. I want to try to have a baby, but I'm also, all caps, 
terrified. My husband is too. Neither of us can be the quote calm one. I'm scared of my body changing, my marriage changing, dying during pregnancy, and being compared to my sister-in-law, who is Susie Homemaker and mother of the year. I would need more help than her, and I'm afraid of being judged for asking when my sister-in-law is such a natural. I like to work, and I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom. I also don't know how to know if I'm mentally ready for a child. Arguably, this is the calmest and most excited I've ever felt when thinking about becoming a mother. How do you calm yourself down when thinking about scary pregnancy and postpartum stuff? Is this a sign that maybe I just shouldn't be a mom? So many women have this quote maternal chip and know for sure whether they want children and when they want them. I'm afraid this chip just isn't in me. Any motherly advice from you too is appreciated. And yes, I'm in therapy. Mm. I feel like you are very qualified to answer this question really? because yeah because you had kids like when you were 31 yeah that's right that's when my first kid was born 31 so so like younger than yeah me. <laughs> well but also i think what's what that highlights is that you do not need to know at 30 if you want to have a kid totally don't have yes. to like sit down and make a decision um mm -hmm. okay i i wanted to go through this email i first wanted to say that you know hopefully and chances are you're not going to die during pregnancy that being said america has a terrible mortality rate for mothers in childbirth especially um black women and women of color so i'm, I'm just flagging that's a valid fear and i feel like not a, and and Dory, you wrote such an excellent article for Romper that kind of touches on this, and I I think it is valid to um, honor the fact that like one childbirth is and pregnancy are real challenging things that people can go through, and also that we do not have great um, care in this country. Mm -hmm. So I just want to first say that. So I also wanted to say that. Who you you're um it sounds to me like you are kind of getting ahead of yourself, but I understand the urge to do that because I do it too, and you can't just shut that down. I would just assume that yes, your body will change, your marriage might change you may, someone may compare you to your sister in law and you may be judged. all these things could happen um and probably will in some some way. A lot of things change when you have a kid, but there are other mm -hmm. things that are going to change that you are, you know, that you may not be thinking of yet um, that might feel really positive. I mean, another thing to flag, your finances will change. Yeah. And that is a big one. Um, but <sighs> worrying about other people, like, f fuck them, C keep them out of the reaction. Um, you don't have to be at a stay-at-home mom. You can continue working, I would assume. Mm -hmm. um, so I would just kind of go through all these fears or worries that you're having and kind of just take a minute and think like, okay, well, what if this does happen? What if my body does change? Yeah. Th then what? You know, yeah. what How? What if it changes my marriage? Well, then how will we handle that? Um, I want to be able to keep working. How are we going to afford childcare and what is that going to look like? I mean, you know, just take a pragmatic approach. The other thing I wanted to just say is like, I think this idea of a maternal chip is such 
sexist patriarchal bullshit. Yes. And I would just get rid of this fear that some women are just made for this and others are like, I just think we are fed so much garbage about being mothers mm-hmm. and how it's natural and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, I would encourage you to not think about it as a, a, in this way, if you can. And I know it's a lot easier said than done, but that is nonsense. And, um, and is, and it does such a disservice to all people. And then I would also just say like, it's okay if you don't know, you don't have to decide mm-hmm. this right now. And I also really think, and obviously I have kids, so I don't know this personally, but I also think life can and will be very fulfilling in all the ways without children. And we've had so many guests on our show who have said, who have validated that belief in many ways. And and there are also people who don't have kids and that's not, you know, they wanted that. So I, again, I don't want to make sweeping statements. I feel like I'm circling the drain here. Dory, passing the mic over to you. No, Kate, I love, I love everything you said. And I also love your reminder that like, you don't have to have kids. No. Um, I, I mean, I agree with everything you said. I like, I I think one thing that I learned after my book came out, which, you know, is about being a late bloomer. And I talk a lot about how I did. I felt like I didn't have I mean, I didn't call it a maternal chip, but like that I didn't like bond with my baby right away Mm. and all this kind of stuff. And what I will tell you is I have heard from hundreds of people at this point. Wow. Who are like, I, I felt the, ex- I had the exact same experience as you. I felt the exact same way as you. I did th- like so many people reinforcing that, like, y- you are not alone in these feelings. And I know it seems like everyone else has it all figured out, but they don't. I'm like waving yep. my hands. I feel very yep. like, passionate yep. about Doria's, this. Doria's, the hands are going. <laughs> the hands are waving. Amen. So, I mean, I I do think that there is, I I think that there's often an element when like you don't feel totally ready, and like I did not have this experience because I was trying to get pregnant for you know two years before right. I got pregnant. And I felt very ready, but I think most, the vast majority of people do not feel fully ready, and I think there's always. And even though I did feel ready, I was still taking like a leap of faith. I think there's always going to be that leap of faith. And there is always going to be that element of like, you're going to rise to the occasion. You know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Let's let's move on. I mean, I let's, feel like we could talk about this topic for a very long time. But we really do have could. a very, we have a really important final email to get to. Probably the most crucial information we've been given. Yes. In four four years of doing this show. All right. Hi, Kate and Dory. Here's a fun fact. Ye, as in ye old Sephoris, is actually pronounced the. (laughs) No. (laughs) There used to be a letter called thorn. It's the one that looks like a lowercase b and p merged together, which made the th sound in words like the. 
The letter fell out of use with the creation of the printing press since to use fewer tiles, the letter Y was used as a substitute for thorn. Hence, ye slash thee. I hope you find linguistics as fascinating as I do. I do find it fascinating. <laughs> but does this mean we're supposed to be pronouncing ye as the old? You know, I feel like this is one of those things where like language has evolved mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. no one is actually saying the. But I think it's good to know the origin. I love I lo- knowing the origin. I, I love it. I find this fascinating. Totally. I didn't even know there was a letter called Thorn. Did you? I did because of like being an English major and having to read like Chaucer and shit. Oof. But yeah, it's all it's it's fascinating. I love this stuff. So thank you for for weighing in. If you have any more linguistic trivia, words of wisdom, please. Dory's get here in touch. for it. We are here for it. I mean, me too. I'm ready to listen. Yeah. Come on, Kate. You are also here for I it. I love this stuff. Yeah, I will eat this yeah. up. Um. All right. Well, Kate, it's been a delight as always. And uh, I'll talk to you and our listeners again very soon. I can't wait to do Ye Old Podcast with you or The Old Podcast with you again, Dory. (laughs) Same. All right. Bye. Bye.